Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walters Wanderings Travel Podcast. This is episode 19, I think. We just keep cramming them down on the YouTube channel. I'm, I'm going to be introducing the guest today. As you notice, I'm in my daughter's room because we have snowflakes because she's a big Frozen fan. And so our guest has a lot to do with things being frozen, well, at least in the wintertime. Obviously, in the summertime, not so much. But uh, we'll talk about all of that in just a second. But before we get to our guest, let's uh, work on telling you about my special of the day, and that's train travel. If you want to travel by train, there's lots of great opportunities out there coming up in 2021. And if you uh, book a train trip with Amtrak Vacations or Rail Bookers, which basically covers the whole world of trains, um, you'll be able to get $100 off your trip, and it's going to be a great time for you and whoever you want to bring along to see the great sites both here in the United States and around the world. So that's my special. You have to book by the 31st of March, and you have to travel by the 21st of December. Pretty easy stuff. Again, the world's going to open up soon enough, and when it does, um, you'll be able to go ahead and take advantage of it. All right, so now we bring in our guest for the day. Her name is Alia Radetti. She is live from us from the northern parts of Italy, and she's going to yes. The beauty that is the parts of Italy that are actually even further north than Milan and Venice and places like that. So, hello and how are you today? Good. Well, actually, I wanted actually to turn my um, camera around to show you this, but then the sure. light was too much against it. But let me see if I can show you. Oh my goodness gracious! Down. Look at all that beautiful snow. Ah, that is there just you incredible. Go. And we've Holy had snow. so, so much snow this year. It is, it is incredible. Well, first of all, I must say, I love your snowflake in the background. It, we're really See? matching. We're, 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 we're all on the same page here today. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> I am, um, yeah, I am right in the heart of the Dolomites. Um, so as you said, Italy's northernmost region. Uh, which is South Tyrol, and which has the biggest part or a big part of the Dolomites, and um, which yeah are quite unique um, mountains in in many many senses. I mean, um, from the, in the point of view of I mean sceneries and panoramas, they are really unique in uh, worldwide. They are UNESCO since two thousand nine, and um, and then yeah, it, they offer oh, so many gorgeous things all year round. Um, of course, they are, first of all, I mean, nature lovers uh, destination. Uh, of course, in summer, you have um, hiking, biking, climbing, water sports, whatever your heart desires in that sense. And in winter, um, this is actually the biggest ski area in the world with 1,200 kilometer slopes. So you basically have 12 different ski areas all connected with one single ski pass. And so, yeah, you can imagine, you can really wow. ski for days, never repeating your same slopes. And, uh, and of course, there is one more, like, big, big plus point. Um, I mean, we are Italy after all, so we love good food, we love good wine. So wherever you go, you got to eat well, that's for sure. You can have uh, from, really, from oysters to very, very traditional stuff um, in many huts in your ski boots during your, your ski trip. Uh, it's, it's quite fantastic. So now, all right, I'm not a skier, okay? My kids are, okay? They mm -hmm. actually they learned, they learned to ski uh, not too long ago. Um, they're pretty adept. They're not, they're not snowboarders or traditional regular snow mm -hmm. skiers. 
Um, although I think my son wants to do the snowboard thing. So that's fine. Now, I guess the, the first question is, um, for those of us who are not skiers, and if you're there in the wintertime, say winter 2021-22, right, which will probably yeah. be the next great shot, what, what is there for the non-skiers like me to do while the rest of them are on the slopes? Well, the cool thing is actually it, it is very easy to combine skiers and non-skiers. Um, since you have a lot of other activities that you can combine and somehow what we love to do as I'm a ski instructor as well. So I, I love to follow my guests around and what we do if we, if we have families who have, you know, some skiers and some not, you can always meet somewhere for lunch or for an activity together. So of course there are an amazing snowshoeing tours around. Um, if you're not alpine skier, you might want to try uh, Nordic skiing. And activities like that. And I must say, it has been a challenge this year because um, lifts are supposed to open on January 18th now. But of course, now it's almost two months um, of yeah season that has passed. So we had quite some ideas for non-skiing activities. And uh, so, for example, now here, here in Alta Badia, for example, you have husky sledges. So you can have a husky sledge tour. You will feel like in Finland. Well, I like so that. You that, have that's so much snow now. Yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous. And we can combine that with uh, then a private lunch, for example, in a, in a little hut or something like that. Um, we even have, uh, we built a, a sledge on our own, you know, a complete sledge out of wood. I saw that. that. I, saw yeah, I saw that. Exactly. That's beautiful. That was actually one of the ideas to, to you know, have more experiences in, um, for, yeah, non-skiers. Because you have there, you have a picnic or uh, aperitif box on it, and you can go right right in the middle of the snow, uh, or with your snowshoes or whatever, and then uh, have your picnics like really surrounded in the snow. That's pretty cool. Well, I've, done, I've, I've done the snow ski, I've done the snowshoeing, I've done the Nordic skiing, mm -hmm. so I maybe mm -hmm. still handle that. I've done ice fishing. Which Why is, are you not skiing then? <laughs> I, because my 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 knees, my knees are just ah. say my knees just say no. I, I, I just remember in June, and you know, I'm still not, I'm still not necessarily uh, have the confidence to, 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 you know, to, to get on the regular skis yet. And I don't trust me, a snowboard. <laughs> a snowboard completely intimidates me. So that, mm -hmm. that, that I don't think will ever happen. So now, um, what about the non-ski season? You know, we we talk about you know May through October, I guess is, is yes. basically the when the snow isn't. What, 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 kind yeah. of, what kind of things would we expect if we went to the northern fringes of Italy there? So um, the mountain areas are um, the best time is June, July. August gets a little bit busier, but it's still fantastic. And, and September till mid of October. Um, May, June, uh, from April to June, I would say, um, the all, the whole areas that are just like, you know, at the bottom of the mountains of the, of the Dolomites are Fantastic. So imagine that uh, Bolzano is the capital town of the region, South Rio, and from there you have an area which is called the Wine Street because you've got so many wineries and wine yards and lakes and castles and mountains around that offer great, great opportunities for um, any kind of activity, which means you can have uh, e-bike tours through the wine yards and then have a wine tasting right in the middle of the wine yards, for example. Um, and this is just about to give you an idea about an hour driving from Verona north. 
So it can, it's perfect to combine, you know, all the northern regions. So you have Veneto, you go all the way up, Lake Garda, South Tyrol, Dolomites. You make, it's, it's perfect to make a tour like that. And you have, for example, South Tyrol has about 800 castles. So if you're into that, you have quite some opportunities to, yeah, to learn, uh, to learn about, about, I mean, the history here is, is, is incredible in that sense. Are there, and, any, um, are any of those castles haunted? <laughs> they most certainly are. They wouldn't tell you, oh. though. <laughs> oh, they won't tell you? I just had to check, you know, because I think there are some people who do like, you know, the, the allure of the haunted castle, you know, because uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> for whatever reason, I'm not saying that's me, but for whatever reason they do, you know. <laughs> and um, and instead, if you're a spa lover, um, Satriol has the highest number of spa hotels in the whole in the whole Alps. Wow. So, you know, from hay baths or um, treatments with, you know, all local products from the pine trees, the honey, the hay, again, the flowers, there is really, yeah, they will be nope. very satisfied as well. Now, now the, the other thing that really interests me about going to a place like Italy is obviously the food. I mean, the, the wine speaks for itself and, and may end up speaking for you later, but the food, the, the food is outrageous. <laughs> Has, has wine spoken for you before? Is that why you're laughing? I, I, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you don't know about that. Okay, I'm just checking. Anyways, what about some of the culinary things that separate that part of Italy from maybe even Rome or, or certainly when you go further down, you know, to you know places, you know, further south the, the, in the southern part of Italy? Well, what makes the food so special in that area? Well, first of all, I must say, Food is special in every area, which which seems uh, you know basic, but it is not. It really is like a, if you drive an hour, half an hour in Italy, you end up in a different valley or a different town or whatever, and you will have different uh, traditional culinary highlights. That is extreme. Here, especially um, in the Dolomites area and South Rural in particular, it is even stronger. Now you have to imagine South Rural has was part of the Austro-Hungarian. Uh, in pair since um, until 1939. So you have a mix of cultures, which is incredible. So you have this Italian culture, influence, Mediterranean, and then of course you have the um, Tyrolean, Austrian, German as well. So we will usually put it this way. Um, we have the German, you know, efficiency and we're all thinking, whatever. That's why everything really works so smooth. And the Italian love for food and wine and flair and whatever. And it would be, yeah, it would be worse vice versa, but luckily it works very well like this. I understand. <laughs> I get it. I actually get so, it. So you now, actually, are there, um, are there, are there cooking, are there, are there places you can actually do like a, you know, a, a cooking thing, like learning how to cook some of these meals and, and be able to take it home with you. It's one thing to eat it, you know, at a restaurant or at another place, but it's it, it's like an entirely more authentic and, and wonderful experience to actually be in there with your apron on and, 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 you know, chopping the onions and whatever else and actually making some food. That's right. And um, especially because, as I said, there are some dishes that you, you only find here. Um, there are some sort of dumplings and some sort of, um, high, yeah, yeah, let's say kind of tortellini, just to give tortelloni to give you an idea which only exists here. So that is definitely interesting. And for example, one thing that is very nice um, is um, if you like um, go to a farm and you will learn how to make your own cheese, and then you will, you know, use in your cooking lesson. 
and yeah, prepare your whole meal up in a little hut up a little farmhouse up in the mountain. It's gorgeous. Because I think it's really good, especially for families, um, you know, to be able to you know cook together and then do that kind of thing together. Now, the one other thing that I'm I have a great interest in, and I I do it a lot, is golf. Are there are there golf courses in that region Actually, yes. that we should know about? Actually, yes. Um, it is not a golf destination, but it has some very challenging uh, golf courses. Um, I mean, some are as high as 2,000 meters almost. And so you can imagine you are right in the Dolomites with these peaks surrounding you, and it all goes pretty up and down. So, yeah, it's not a easy, cheesy uh, well, course. I, I have played those courses, and I think I had, you know, a goat carry my bag. So I understand how that works, you know. <laughs> yeah. So um, – now your background is you're obviously you're your ski instructor. Maybe you could help me. I don't know. I might be beyond help. But um, <laughs> and you and you run this tour. Come tell us about the company that that you're 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 in charge of and and what and what basically you offer as far as uh, services and and such for the tourist traveler. So um, yeah, as you said, uh, my background actually I I worked before in the marketing uh, as a marketing manager. I've, I'm originally from here, from Bolzano, and about five years ago, I started a business because the idea was, the original idea has always been to provide really, really unique experiences and to really show the place. You know how it is, you go somewhere, after a week, you learn, okay, this is the place I was supposed to go for, to, for the best sundown and here for the best apron spritz and whatever. So that was the original idea and, and still is, and we have... We are now, I mean, the first um, luxury agency, but luxury, it means like extremely tailor-made and an extreme and very, very exclusive. So whatever we do, we try to do it, at, you know, to find new things to offer, um, different ways where everything we do can be done privately, exclusively, whatever it is. And the thing is, the, the biggest value of the thing is no tour is second to another. Every the idea is okay to understand what um, what everyone is looking for and find the best way. As we had just a little time, but I mean, you can see already. Just South Wales is such has has so many varieties and uh, offers so many things. You can't see them all. You won't see them all. Try to find you know the the most ideal ones to make the the vacation perfect. No. Um about combining with like the say the rest of northern Italy is mm -hmm. it easier or difficult to combine what you do with maybe what someone else does when when it comes to Venice and uh, Florence and Rome and places of that sort is it is that an easy kind of transition or what uh, you mean combining the these areas right the, yeah where you are with that with the, okay. with the you know Absolutely. cosmopolitan metropolitan cities Absolutely. Um, well, the, mo the most important hub here is Venice, which is about two hours and a half away from where I am standing now. Um, so that makes a perfect sense. You From Venice, you, you make a little bit the Veneto area, you go up to Olomite, see down South Wales, you end up Lake Garda, and which is again two hours from, uh, from Tuscany, two hours and a half from Tuscany. So it can very, very easily be combined, but uh, it is very interesting, especially for clients who have already been to Italy a couple of times, have done, you know, the classics. Right. Uh, and are looking for something new, because there you see a really different kind of Italy, but you still have, you know, that Italian flair. You're no, looking for it to right. go to Italy. I understand that. Now, mm -mm. Um, 
do you have people from other places in the United States come to you? And, and, and what other, what other, what other type of people come to that area? Uh, so actually, yeah, USR is the biggest market for us. Um, and I must say, uh, Americans have learned to love in the last years more and more the Dolomites, especially in summer. Um, I would say the, the majority are, uh, yeah, I love our food and food and wine lovers. Uh, outdoors and nature lovers and uh, and yeah and culture. I mean, interesting. Really seeing you know deeper parts and different parts of uh, of Italy as well. So it becomes a very authentic experience, which I I really like authenticity in my travel. When you go to these major cities, you know, if you go to Rome, you know, you'll go to the Colosseum, you go to the Parthenon, and it's like, well, everyone goes there, but to try and find that more authentic you know, hole in the wall kind of thing, it's much more difficult. But obviously when you go to a place that's a little bit more uns unspoiled and a little bit more rustic perhaps, but still, you know, there's 800 castles, so it's not like there wasn't uh, an influence of uh, nobility, you know, in the past. Um, it, it certainly can lend itself to, you know, actually being able to mix Venice and the Dolomites and then maybe go down to Florence and Assisi and Rome that actually might be quite a nice little arc to take in that part of Italy. Absolutely, There's no doubt about yeah. it. Mm -hmm. I think you agree. Well, I tell you absolutely. what, I think, I, I think we've covered everything. If there's a website address or, or, or something you want to tell us uh, as far as, uh, you know, where we should uh, find you on the interwebs, okay. um, you know, spill it, you know, let us, let us know. Okay. Yeah. Well, the website is um, dream-beyond.com quite easy and uh we're very active on instagram as well there you can see the slides and uh many of yes, the offer. i think that's where i found you i think i found I you can on see, um the last picture about feeding um deers had quite success that was quite a it's quite an experience as well and that was, that was some and, big and yeah, snow. I mean, there, like, how much snow has there been this year there i mean it's got God, a, so much not 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 just not just inches or feet. We we had we had one snow with about a foot here, and that's been it, and it's gone since. But I mean, you have feet upon feet upon feet. You might need snowshoes just to go get your mail. I it it and it kept it kept coming. That's the thing. I mean, um, usually December can be a little bit tricky, depends from year to year. Sometimes it snows easy uh, earlier, sometimes not. But this year has been stunning and. The thing is, uh, in between the snowy days, just wonderful blue sky and yeah, well, quite cold temperatures right now. But um, but yeah, no, I, I tell you, I'm I'm driving crazy because I'm I'm a big lover of uh, powder skiing and stuff, and uh, not being able, you know, to having lifts to go up and down, up and down. So it's quite tough. But yeah, it will open sooner. Well, I really appreciate you coming on board today. And I, I thank you so much. You've given great amounts of information uh, to, to a very unusual part of Italy because it's a little bit less known, maybe should be better known by lots of people. It's not just the World Cup skiing that, that goes on in that area. There's a lot more to offer. And, and I really appreciate Absolutely. you coming on board. Thank you so much. And, and so uh, take much. care. And well. You too. Absolutely. That was Aaliyah Radetti from uh, Italy. It's a really awesome job. And uh, so I just want to remind you that uh, we will be back with more episodes. I'm talking with Luke.
Orlandi, who's going to talk about the other parts of Northern Italy. That'll be another episode. We've got a whole lot more. So thank you for watching. And again, remember, touch to go away.